In the industrialized world, work can take up a significant portion of our lives. On the plus side, it can broaden our social horizons and give us a sense of purpose. However, we often run the risk of burnout, or we might feel fear that we're unable to show up fully as ourselves. What are we to do? In this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, we chat with Brian Burnman from Conscious Action about the role that work plays in our lives. We discuss some of the unhealthy behaviors that show up due to hustle culture and actions that you can take to achieve better work-life balance. It's time to grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, How to Have a Healthy Relationship with Work, with guest Brian Berman. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. And welcome back, listeners. Today we have Brian Berman with us to talk about our relationship with work. How are you doing today, Brian? Very well. Thank you so much for having me here. Brian, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Sure. It's always interesting to talk about myself. There's so many things that I could say. One of the main things for me is that I am always learning, always evolving, and I'm really interested in how I work in terms of this person, this being, and how we all work as human beings and how we can grow and change. And that is one of the main things that that I do, that is I support people with changing. And that has been part of my path from when I grew up in Argentina, as I lived in different places around the world, and now in New Zealand. It's been a beautiful journey to to understand myself and to understand others. You mentioned New Zealand on this. I was trying to remember from when we had our conversation earlier. Have you also been to the United States? Yes, I lived in the U.S. for some years. I lived in New York, in Miami, in California. So a little bit of the East and West Coast experience. I know we talked a little bit beforehand about work culture. What would you say are some of the similarities and differences between work in the United States versus other countries in the world? Yes, this is just my perspective. I believe that in the U.S. there's such an emphasis on work and growth and money, and that is a measurement of success that everyone is chasing, which means that the ideas and the beliefs of working hard to make it and of working hard to make sure that you have enough money to retire and then to enjoy life And it's okay to completely be stressed out. It's okay to be completely burnt out. It's okay to work overtime. It's okay to make work all of your life. I think that even though for some people in some circumstances, that's what's needed. 
I also think that this is a very unhealthy way of living. There's so much in there that we could unpack. And this is one of the things that I support with people is just understanding how we can change the way that we're working as individuals, as well as organizationally. But before we delve in deep into how to change things, let's actually start on this whole, how it is an issue. How does this, I call it hustle culture. How does this whole materialistic hustle culture mindset, how does that impact us? Our beliefs have a huge impact on us and our well-being just in general. And we're going to behave according to those beliefs. So when we have this culture of, as you're saying, that hustle and, you know, doing and doing and doing this one thing, and just all of the time we're splitting our mind into all of these different micro spaces and we're trying to make it all work. What happens as well is that we are overstimulating our already overstimulated system, which means that for the ones that know about the nervous system, we are supposed to have a good balance of the sympathetic nervous system activation and the parasympathetic nervous system activation. That is not happening. <laughs> when someone is on hassle mode or just on stress, what we are doing is we are always just on sympathetic nervous system activation, which means that we are going to keep on adding more and more stress. It is as if we're always on and we never allow our system to self-regulate, to come back to that place of resting, relaxation, and just to be able to do this. This for a lot of people, mm -hmm. it's not part of their lives, just taking a deep breath. The implications that it has is that we are not meant to be all the time on. Our system is not built for that. Our system is meant to be regulated. So then what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of then illnesses, a lot of burnt out, a lot of cancers, a lot of different illnesses that are not supposed to be happening, but are there because our immune system is trying to protect our body. So it's seeing, oh, this is out of balance. Let's build in some other chemicals in here. And that actually is not positive for our physical well-being and mental well-being as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like our ancestors and even before humans, the animals, when the threat happens, the cortisol and adrenaline kick in. And it's like it's fight or flight right there. And then with hustle culture, we're putting ourselves in that same situation. It just, it's perpetual instead of getting out of that threat. Yes. And the threat nowadays, as you're saying in the past, and it's always the example is always the saber tooth was there and we needed to have, as you're saying, one of those chemicals being built in so that we can outrun the animal. And those are the stress that we're putting into the body. Now the stress is 24 seven and that, or that mm, tiger is that money, your boss, your like circumstances that is keeping you there all of the time. I see so many people that are almost as if they are shaking. That's their experience every day. Unfortunately, the only way to sometimes deal with that for many is just taking a pill and it's numbing that experience. So then they are keeping to push their boundaries because they are not able to feel that they are in that place. And unfortunately for many people, it's not until they hit complete rock bottom that they will make any changes in their lives. Our body gives us signals and we haven't learned 
and the maturity of the population, how to listen to the body. Therefore, we can't understand the signal. So little by little, they say, hey, this is not okay. This is not okay. This is not okay. And suddenly it's like, you haven't heard me? Here, go to the hospital for three months or, or you're dead or yeah. circumstances it is. The body is going to find a way to completely let us know, stop this. For some people, unfortunately, there's no way back. And for some people, that's the wake up call of changing the way that they are living. My entire thing is let's not wait to hit rock bottom. If I know that something is not right, let's actually create a change to prevent. You brought up something interesting in there that I want to address. So you mentioned in your scenario, the people burning out, going in instead of responding to what their body's telling them, taking a pill to numb themselves. I know within the United States, we have many ways that we distract ourselves, alcohol, drugs, whether prescription or, or street drugs. We can have video games, doom scrolling on TikTok, what have you. In your experience working outside the United States, do you see similar types of behavior? Or what sort of things are you seeing where you're at? Yes, this is really interesting because outside that is the, let's call it mainstream way in the US. That's also the mainstream way in many other countries. So when I lived in Europe and when I lived in Argentina and now here in New Zealand, for people that are in more in that mainstream chasing that money, that type of success that is based on money and position on work they have the exact same type of experience. There's no difference. It's the same mindset. It's the same life in the sense. There are many other people that are not in that mainstream way, which means that perhaps it's not fully their experience, but we are still inside of this game. <laughs> so a lot of people need to play it. And some people are more comfortable like I am playing it by my own rules understanding I am playing this game. This is not life. This is a game and I'm playing it. But there's a lot of people, especially here in New Zealand, that are a little bit outside of it just because of choosing a different way of life. But most still are in that mainstream way. Got it. Thanks for sharing there. So we talked a bit about what you're seeing. We've talked about some of the ways that people cope with what's going on. What sort of guidance do you have on moving forward from that and having a healthier relationship when it comes to our work? Yes, thank you for that. So this is really important. And I'm going to, of course, say this is very personalized. Everyone mm -hmm. is different. We all need different things and different practices or different ways work for each of us. There's a few things that I do believe in that are universal, and that is understanding how can we slow down a little bit, stop for a moment, anytime, like any day is okay. We don't need to wait until New Year to make a resolution and think this is the time of reflection. No, any day is a good time to stop mm -hmm. and to ask ourselves, why are we working? Why are we going to work? Because that gives us already an understanding on the place that we need to put into it. 
perhaps our situation is we really need the money because we are in survival mode. Or we love actually what we're doing. So I'm really passionate and I'm going there. When we have an understanding of that, it starts to change the way that we engage with our work. And as well, it starts to change how we relate to others the more that we understand that. Then as we stop checking in with our body, checking in with how are we feeling? Are my shoulders really tight and up here? Can I actually roll my shoulders? And this is not super heavy and tight and stressed out. Coming back to the body is so important, making sure that we're doing some physical movement that is mindful movement. That could be a yoga practice or a Tai Chi practice, but it can even be going for a walk or playing any sport as long as we're paying attention to the feelings in the body. Because as we're moving physically, we activate the energy in the body. We activate the stuck energy, which means it's easier to notice, but it's really important take time to notice as we're moving and then connecting to the breath. When we're doing those things, what we're doing is we're giving our body the invitation to send us those signals to notice more during the day when we're working about what do we need? What are our needs and where do we need to place some boundaries? When do we have good amount of energy? to do physical things, when do we have a good amount of focus to go on the computer and do something with tunnel vision, because we need to really focus on that moment and concentrate. When we understand those things, then it's easier individually to show mm -hmm. up at work. And also understanding that when we go to work, work is part of our life, but work isn't everything. So what are the other aspects of our lives that are important to us? We need to reflect on that. What's important for me and understanding, am I actually neglecting any of these other aspects because I'm over-focusing on just one of the aspects of my life? When we're doing this, then we're able to communicate to our teams, to our coworkers as well, then we can actually engage very differently. I had this example with one of the businesses that, that I work with that one person actually didn't say anything because at that moment they didn't feel comfortable that one of their family members passed away and she went to work and she didn't mention anything to anyone. So everybody kept on asking her to do things like regular. She couldn't cope with it. And she actually, in a meeting, exploded towards everyone. And later on, when we were seeing this, and I was sharing, if I go to work and I tell my coworkers, hey, this happened, I'm not feeling like really well. I actually need support. Can anyone like support me? People are nice. People are kind. When someone is in need, they will take a little bit extra or not ask as much. But if we don't know, because we're not sharing that much, then people don't know. If they are not super open, they can't really pick up that there's something wrong because everyone is in that stressed mode. So they cannot pick up on those subtleties of what's going on. 
But when we're able to at least share like, hey, this happened. I'm not feeling super well today. Then at least we are engaging in a different way of relating as a team. And then we can be there for each other. Work is a huge part of our lives and it is a second family in a sense. When we're able to communicate openly, at least in some level of how we're showing up, that supports that. These few things are really hard to change at the beginning and to implement, but they are simple things. We are the ones that make it hard because we're not used to them. And our culture, work culture, is mostly not allowing that. But little by little, like the businesses that I work with, that invite the space for their employees and for their teams to actually reflect, do some work, to have mindful moments. This is actually what changes how we're showing up because work is wonderful. Work can be a great way of finding our creativity, of finding connection, of finding purpose. It's not that everything is bad with work. It's just the culture that we're in that we haven't stepped out of is perhaps what is out of balance. And with these small steps, little by little, we can start to change. Then there's a lot more, but this is initially. I'm sure that there are listeners right now who are pausing and thinking about their shoulders and being like, I need to fix this. (laughs) I need to not be so tense or need to breathe more or vulnerability. Mm. Oh my gosh, someone not feeling like they can tell anyone at work that a parent died. Yeah. Where would that mindset come from? Because even if the workplace is not supportive, I would at least open up on that and see what happens. Mm. That's just, that's sad. We have grown up in a society that for in that space, especially not showing weakness, not showing being vulnerable. Like it's the masculine way of doing, and I can do this and like bottling down and repressing everything that is on the way. And of course that's not healthy. That's what we've been doing. And I Mm -hmm. think that one of the key things that I didn't mention that I want to mention is being kind to ourselves because we cannot change what we were raised and conditioned to believe and how we've been doing things. What we can do is we can take responsibility at this moment and being kind. That was okay. That was what it was. We survived up until this moment. Now with different awareness, we can choose and we can choose to be compassionate and kind to ourselves as we are making transitions and changes because this is not going to be so easy for many. So being kind with that, being a transition period and as well being kind to others because as we understand that we are living in that way, we understand that others are living that way and they have their own issues, their own circumstances and the things that they are not opening up about. So the more that I can understand and bring that compassion piece into my life, it's easier to relate. Since we're on the topic of things you want to share with our audience, is there anything else that you want to share with us today, Brian, before we go? Yeah, thank you for that. I think that one of the key things for me is understanding, as I was saying at the very beginning, work is a big part of our lives, 
but it's not all of it. And it's part of this game that we're playing. So the more that we take responsibility and we take ownership of our own experience, we can navigate a little bit better. So my invitation for everyone, as I mentioned before, is take some time to slow down and to reflect on what is important in your life. What do you love? What do you want? What are your values? And seeing if then your actions every single day are aligning with those. And seeing where are you neglecting and what are the things that little by little you can change. Because change can be for many like this and for many can be years and years of slowly changing. So seeing what actually is going to serve you and not what works for others. We are all unique. We're all original. So what works for you is not going to perhaps go work the same for me. Perhaps it will. So be curious and be open and go with what resonates with you. We're not alone. We have this very individualistic um, life and culture. We are not alone. We can step outside of that. As you were saying, we can be vulnerable and ask others to support us. Whether that is like working with someone as a mentor, a coach or whatever, or just with our friends and family, asking for support into keeping us accountable for the changes that we want to make, not what others want us to make, what we want to make, get that support because it's not that easy to keep ourselves accountable for making the changes that we want to make. It's easier when someone else knows that we're going to make those and can actually check in with us, whether that mm-hmm. it's at work, whether that is with a family, a friend, or like working with someone. Yeah, I think that those are some of the main things that I would like to share. Got it. Thank you so much, Brian. If people wanted to find you, where should they look online? Yeah, so thank you for that. They could find me either through my name, Brian Burneman, that's on social media or website, or through my organization, and that is Conscious Action, and that's Conscious Action NZ as New Zealand, and the same. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, the website. As I always say to everyone, if anything resonates with you, connect with me, and if not, then connect with whoever you resonate with. Yeah, exactly. And again, thank you so much for your time and for your wisdom today. Thank you so much for having me and for allowing me to share and for creating as well this space to have conversations because this is what we need to actually create the changes that we want in our lives. So thank you. Exactly. Thank you. That was definitely an insightful conversation. I'm still thinking back to the story that Brian shared about the person who felt that they could not tell others that one of their parents had died and the impact that that was having overall. That's an important reminder of the need to understand that others may be struggling with their own issues that they aren't ready to disclose just yet. With that, we are going to pivot to talk about our upcoming episodes. Next week, on May 14th, we're going to bring on Scarlett Peretta to talk about the difference between fear-driven and soul-driven living. The following week, on Sunday, May 21st, we're bringing on Julia Canole and Steve Cox from Astrologize It to talk about astrology beyond the tropes. Curious about how we started having mass-published horoscopes and the like? Definitely check this out. 
With that, we're wrapping up this week's episode. I hope that you have a spiritual AF week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by the Mystic Geek. That's me. Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. Help others start off their week with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing. 